Joseph, man, what's been going on, sir? How's how's life in the artificial intelligence world? <laughs> it's been really good, Joe. It's been uh, I always enjoyed our our conversations, and uh, I'm really looking forward to Elevate this year. It's I think it's uh, interesting. I've never been to that location, so I'm excited to to be there and just the great you know the great team and you guys show you guys put on there and the agents that come there and um, yeah, just um, thanks for having me on today. No, yeah, I appreciate that, man. It is certainly rapidly approaching, and uh, and, and that is for sure. So, I mean, just general state of, I mean, you know, this is something that you guys do is, I, I want to say, kind of blue ocean for the insurance world. I don't, I mean, there's not tons of people kind of plowing this space. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just not up to speed, but I know you're one of the more prominent voices leading, you know, you know, AI technology and, and things like that for, you know, insurance agents. What 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 is the state of the union? I guess I'm kind of curious because this is something that is generally just overstated in some cases or just misunderstood. If you had to kind of give a this is where it is, this is what we should be using it for. These are the things that um, you know uh, you should be focusing on. What would that look like? Yeah, I actually think um, things are starting to move a lot faster in the insurance industry than you know we typically think of it. And you know some of the macro changes that are happening with you know. Um, technology, obviously, you've got directs coming in. You've got this on-demand expectations from consumers that is, you know, shifting the landscape, so to speak. So, um, I, I, I'm actually quite surprised at the rate of adoption. From you know, you we have you get the early adopters, and then you get you know start to hit where you get more interest from the you know the the majority, um, which I think that timing is so important. But um, you know, there's different aspects of AI, and it's a it's a big buzzword, and get, tends to get thrown around as you as you alluded to there. But specifically, um, there's a great analogy. You know, things that we can do as humans that um, we can think of in, in in one or two seconds are probably great use cases for things that a machine can do. And you start to connect a um, couple of these things that are two to three seconds apart when we're thinking about it and say, can a machine handle this step? And then maybe could it handle this step and then that step? And you start to put them together and it starts to become really interesting how uh, specifically companies and insurance companies are starting to um, apply AI machine learning to different aspects of their, of their workplace, um, both when it comes to consumers, but also tools internally uh, to help things um, you know, process much faster and, and take care of a lot of these menial tasks. So, you know, I think overall it's, it's, it's a really interesting time. I'm so excited to be at this turning point, um, both from an insurance perspective, but also in machine learning and AI and where we're at today. There's so much room for, uh, for growth and opportunities to streamline things. So it's, it's really a great time to be in the insurance industry. Yeah, I keep hearing that and it makes me excited. And and uh, I mean, I think I keep hearing it. So I'm thinking it's like true. I'm thinking everybody really believes this and and, and everybody feels really excited. At Pro Navigator, though, I mean, like what's some of the, I mean, most exciting use cases that you guys are kind of developing and discovering that people are, are kind of leveraging and getting the most out of when it comes to AI? Well, our, you know, our first core product that we launched a couple of years ago is primarily focused on how do we um, provide the, the, this, the, the tools needed for insurance companies to, 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 um, compete in this on-demand economy we're living in. Right. And it, and it really stemmed from my personal story where, um, I was kept on hold by my former insurance carrier for now in 35 minutes and just kind of asking myself such an important, impactful sector. 
but still relying on decades old technology. So that was the first, you know, product is consumer facing, helping customers 24 seven through chat or through voice to get assistance with um, sales. So quote requests, auto home business uh, service requests, billing uh, policy changes, um, and then claims. So those were kind of the, the, the three main consumer facings. You go on, a, on an agency's website, you have this little chat window there, you open it and you start a conversation and the whole thing is powered by natural language processing and machine learning, um, understanding what a user is trying to say and then assisting them and helping them out. So that's been the core product that has the most adoption today. But, you know, as we um, started to hear from our from from different agencies, uh, a big a big part of the request we're coming in is like, this is fantastic technology. Uh, how do we use this for our internal teams? How do we enable our how do we provide the tools for our teams to succeed and ensure that everyone can get the same answers quick and easy and don't have to spend a ton of time searching? So we've started building out internal work uh, assistance for the workplace to be mm-hmm. able to help agency um, uh, team members and, and staff get quick information from their knowledge bases and from things like underwriting or policy information or what are our guidelines around this. Um, and getting answers should be quick and easy, but it, it isn't. <laughs> and, you know, it's, it's searching, you know, PDFs and logging into this portal from this carrier and that portal here and memos and updates and talking to Jack over there and figuring out what do I do? And, um, and so, you know, through natural language processing, it's being able to deliver relevant results um, um, and better understand a user saying this, this is what they mean. Let's pull up that answer so they can get that information for the customer who's on hold. Yeah, I mean, so often, I mean, it's easy to kind of the consumer facing thing is the shiny toy, right? It's easy to kind of just look at that thing first, but then, but really just making sure you got an, a good engine under the hood. I mean, that could ultimately prove to be more valuable to a business, at least in the, in the short term, uh, to, to kind of make sure they're operating and running right. Yeah. And, and the way we see it is really conversationalizing your knowledge base. So when you think about natural language processing, it's really a, it's kind of a, a, a evolved search in a way. You know, back in the day, if you wanted to get an answer, you'd say, oh, I'll just Google it. Um, but now you do a search and you can get like 1.1 billion results and it becomes where you end up clicking through so many possible links trying to find what you're looking for if you, if you even find it. Yeah. Um, but natural language process. So, so, for example, if I do a search like bike helmet, um, most current search engines will deliver results for bikes and for helmets. But mm-hmm. natural language processing is going to help me realize that I'm actually describing the word helmet and bike is just helping me describe that. It's, it's helping me narrow that down. Um, but it's a hard problem, right? You, you basically take your algorithms, you take all the data about that product or that query, you structure it, you normalize it, and find different variations of it. Um, and, and that's what we do. Like the fact that we're 100% focused on insurance, we're training these models on the language of insurance um, allows you to get very granular, very specific. And if you don't know the, if you're too vague and you're too general, the, the, these virtual assistants and chatbots can guide you and say, Oh, well, did you mean this? Or let me clarify that question and help us get right to what I'm trying to do and get that answer. Um, so, so building that search capabilities inside your knowledge base to, to enable your team with, with that, the tools they need. Um, Maybe I, maybe I, I, I think I heard this. Tell me if I'm wrong, Joseph, but um, you're integrating with like the standard voice assistants, Alexa, Google Assistant. Um, 
And and like now with this internal focus, is there is there the ability to like trigger like this is what I always thought would be fascinating because we, we we run across this at Agency Nation a lot with agents you know kind of struggling to adopt you know different marketing procedures and stuff, but like as a simple voice command of saying like hey uh, set task for and if you're using like another company like Marblebox like to send like kind of trigger actions within within the business is that is that on the table is where's the am I kind of way out there so yes we do integrate with the smart home devices google home and amazon alexa um for now our focus has been primarily on conversationalizing the knowledge base specifically when it comes to insurance specific information so underwriting policy guidelines but as we extend this out you could see hey what are vacation you know policies or how do i take right. off what do i do right so it, it starts to extend into a more uh, general type of um, employee tool that you can use through, like you said, through voice or through chat, maybe you're using Slack or some internal tool. And then you start to build out some of those policies and procedures where they're lost somewhere in some, some, some place, some knowledge point, you got to go over and find that information. Um, but, but we're really starting with the, the insurance specific language and, and, and tech and, 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 you know, the knowledge base of, of insurance, right. because, you know, you get, and they've done a lot of research on this where, you know, off the shelf natural language processing software performs really poorly when parsing insurance information. Really? Um, because they're, they're trained on other domains like, you know, e commerce, yeah. finance, healthcare, just general data from like news articles or the web. Um, but it doesn't understand the complex language used in insurance. And then, so when we first started out the very, very early days, we were leveraging a third party system. And, you know, it was, it was very frustrating because we had to essentially retrain these models. We ended up just completely building it in house entirely, um, and and being able to 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 train this on specific verticals, not just insurance, but then you go down to sales and service and underwriting and claims to process you know structured and unstructured information um, really helps in in um, getting higher accuracy, understanding what users are saying, you know abbreviation spellings, you know what does CGL mean, commercial general liability, and you know the things that are very very specific to the language of insurance is is yeah. is our focus. Yeah, you know, and, and it's I, I can only imagine uh, the nights that you've had looking at you know just the ability to make that happen because insurance, just even speaking as a human being, is challenging most of the time. So. Um, the thing that I'm fascinated is with is the ability that it, it gives agents to, um, and I'm, I've been kind of beating this drum for a while, but to allow them to kind of rise up a little bit and reach a rung or two higher on the ladder, focus on higher value things and, and really just let it, let that pick off some of the lower hanging fruit. Um, what have, what have been, I mean, some of the best examples that you've seen or just your, your kind of experience in general of, of agents that are starting to kind of adopt that. Um, I know one of the big things that we talked about uh, a little bit before we jumped on here was just the, just even the basic ability to kind of filter, you know, high quality clients to you and, and, and kind of introduce a layer to where you, you don't have to waste 30 minutes on somebody that is not ultimately the, an ideal prospect. Just what, what kind of impacts have you seen from that? So our that kind of plays right with our sales uh, module that we have, where you know typically you're you're trying to collect all the information from the user that could take you 10, 15 minutes, or you're sending a PDF, and then the customer's like, "Why bother? Got to print it out, fill it out, send it back." 
um, where you can have a virtual assistant to actually qualify users. And again, this can be completely custom. The workflows that the agencies design that are completely custom to them um, on how they want to ask the right questions. But yeah. um, it's, it goes both ways because you're, you're freeing up your agents to deal with high, quali high qualified leads, high quality leads. And you're also providing users uh, the ability to do it at their convenience, at their time, when it, when it works for them. Um, you, you know, we're, we're, you know, there's that shift today where it's, it, you know, yeah. the customers have, you know, the customers have all the power, right? Like now with the Ubers and that on-demand experience and Airbnbs, you know, um, it's, it's companies can't dictate how someone's going to buy their services or products today, right? Because it, it's all about the, the, the supply is shifted to, to the hands of the consumer. Um, they have all the power, all the decision-making of the world. So so in that world, we have to kind of reimagine how we do things, like not just the policies and the products that we're selling, but how we're selling it to them, how we're marketing it to them. How do we build a system that can provide that that flexibility and that customer experience in a way that they're they're demanding on their terms when it's convenient for them, not when it's convenient for me as a as a, as a company. Um, so I think the agencies that 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 get that and are, are see that shift happening um, are the ones that are building technology or processes to, to put, put the customer ahead. Yeah. And you, you know, you mentioned the, the on demand economy and that's, I'm, I'm a, I'm a huge guy believer in that. Right. Just, uh, and what's, what's funny is, is that I'm sure you deal with your fair share of kind of, kind of pushback and resistance of, of, you know, keeping things the way they are. But I mean, I guess we should be thankful that in this era where we've got, you know, the ability to have things automated for us, as opposed to the on-demand economy happening when we actually just would have had to have people on on site like twenty four seven. You know, it's right. like it's actually a lot easier. Um, from a from a, from a twenty four seven capability, I mean, what what is that? Uh, what is what? How does that? How does that integrate with kind of what you're able to to provide? And and what level of twenty four seven access would you kind of expect an agent to get? through like an artificial intelligence experience. So we're seeing that 30% of users who interact with our systems across all of our clients are happening after hours and weekends. Uh, so just the fact that someone's landing on your website at a time when you might not be open and looking to get information and typically are left with a static web form. Um, fill this out, someone will get back to you when we, when we can. Whereas through a conversational thing, I can get quotes, I can uh, ask questions, get answers that I'm looking for, um, have this conversation where it can qualify me, but I can also ask questions to see if it is what I'm looking for at any time of day or night. Um, so that's on the more on the sales and getting you know frequently asked questions asked. As we're starting to work on integrating with some of your broker management, agency management systems, then I'm able to actually pull up policy information. So when you think about this, when, you know, Alexa is being shipped in a lot of cars now today, and if I need to get information on, you know, when my next billing payment is due or how much do I have on this, or even you look at not just PNC, but you start to look into benefits and other things. Um, hey, Alexa, ask them, you know, how much dental coverage do I have on my plan? Or what's included in this? Or when is my payment due? It authenticates because yeah. it knows who you are because you've already registered with your address and your phone number and other information. Can pull that from your systems of record or your AMS BMS systems, um, and then provide that to the user at any time that they want. 
Um, that's, I think to me, that's going to become the norm. It wouldn't be the yeah. exception right now. It's the exception because, you know, APIs and not being able yeah. to connect to and, yeah. but that's going to be the norm. Like, why do I need to download something, log in here, forget my password, call in, wait, you know, 48 hours to get someone to get back to me when I can get it instantly. Yeah. And, and I always just to make the, the comparison, like, I don't even know why insurance agencies are open like the hours that they are like, it's ridiculous if you think about it. I mean, you know, everybody that we're selling, like we really are like a retail business and a lot, I mean, obviously if you're, if you're a commercial guy, but I mean, I mean like most times like we've got a lot of that kind of messed up, but just like even a simple example, you're an Alexa guy, Joseph. Yes. 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 So we're, we're a Google family, but I mean like just thinking about the simple, like just even as something as simple as saying, um, telling the assistant to turn something on the TV. right? Right. Like that's like, once you kind, of, it's. I mean, I think. I think. What? 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 Um. What needs to happen? This is, I guess, where I'm trying to get with this question. What needs to happen for that? It's, it's really a, a behavior change, right? Like we're changing behavior. How? How? How much more kind of dancing around it do do we need to kind of endure till till we till we see that more kind of more becomes the norm as you were kind of explaining. So, I mean, we we focus on the technology side. That when you say this, this is what you meant. What you mean, right? Um, and we use these smart home devices as speech to text uh, transcribers. So they essentially, because they're very good at what they do, they can block out noise, cancellation, accents, all of that, convert it to text, then it hits our, our engine. We realize, okay, this is a user, This we have them in the record, and this is what they're trying to say. The biggest challenge today is the ability to get access to the policy information. Um, and this is, as everyone knows, right? But I think things are changing. I think, you know, we're going to start to see once we can overcome that, once we're able to authenticate and, and pull information, even if it's basic, you know, 80% of the questions that could come in, then that world exists. And it's like you said, consumer behavior is changing. Expectations are changing. We're saying, well, I use Google Home Alexa for everything else in my life. Um, but when it comes to insurance, then like I'm taking back, you know, 10 years. Um, so the technology exists. These are going to be in the homes and the cus- and the agencies who who are there and in that world are going to be the ones that are going to succeed and win and and be the leaders in that space because they're they're watching where where customers are going and they're building the technology to be able to be where the customer is and um, and and that's I think that's what we're we're, we're starting to see now more and more in the, in the voice voice driven world. Yeah, I mean, even just in the last, like, because it's been about a two year, it's actually happened kind of, kind of faster than I anticipated because, you know, you always start with that. Well, why would I need to do that? Right. That's the, that's the pretty good indicator that like somebody's resistant to like a new kind of way of adopting it. And, um, but it's, I think it's been a pretty quick two, two and a half years. I mean, obviously Lex has been around for, I think, four. But um, it's it's actually it's actually moved at a pretty brisk pace. I, what do you think? I, uh, and just the number of devices that have been sold yeah. um, tells you that these are going to be in our homes. And right. as more function, as more businesses build on these channels, and we start to use them more and more, it's just going to become the norm. And when they're in our cars and they're integrated in our offices, and you know that's 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 going to be a huge part of how consumers interact with their brands. And if you're not in that channel, then you know, they've got to go the old fashioned way and there's you're causing friction there and, and um, a high possibility of churn or just not even being discovered. Yeah. I, I mean, eventually we probably though like just even like the idea of the device itself, like buying a physical device, like it, it, I'm assuming it's just going to continue to like integrate on a level that we can't even right. really 
like kind of comprehend at the moment. Right. So what, so let me, let me ask, I don't know if you've spent any time thinking about this. I know we've kind of, kind of dealt with what's, what's, what's kind of here and now, but where do you see it? Like, like, where, like what's next, like for pro navigator, like, where do you see some of this happening? Like what's, what is that next thing that you guys want to try and kind of maybe start noodling on now uh, for when it, when obviously more adoption comes in the next six to 12, 24 months? Well, in, in the in the near term, so you know, the next couple of quarters for us, um, still building on voice capability. So while we're integrated with smart home devices, we'd like to be able to integrate with your uh, your main office line, your you know uh, IVRs, and being able to you know effectively understand voice, respond in voice with someone calling in, and whether oh, it's wow. helping them out or it's triaging to the right department or handling things that are again you know things that the system can handle and then sending it to an agent for things that it cannot. That's a huge part of our focus. And I don't think that like that, that's a one to two year, at least project to get a fully functional. I mean, some of you might've seen that Google, um, uh, it was a uh, duplex, I think. It was yeah, duplex, duplex, right? Like, so as that technology starts to become more mainstream yeah. and sound more human-like and, and you know, there's obviously precautions around that that we have to take, but that that's a huge part of our focus for for us is, is integration into your your main lines, um, and uh, and and because it's so important, right? You've got these channels, you've got chat, you've got Facebook Messenger, you've got text message, you've got email, and you've got voice, and you want to be able to leverage learnings from across all of those channels. Learnings from one channel can help improve the other channel, and from a customer's point of view, they want to know that it's omni-channel, right? Whether I come in from here, call in, or I email you, or yeah. Text you like the they want to know that it's all connected and 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 so that's really important for us that omni that unified channel view and be and living in a voice world where we can it's all in one platform the learnings can can port across both channels and, and improve those ones so that's that's in the short in the short term right um in in the longer term you know there's a lot of uh, better functionality we're trying to build out between agents and carriers um, being able to improve communication where you know one place I can get you know, questions, find out who my BDR is, my underwriting person, um, really areas where there's communication, whether it's customer and broker, whether it's broker and carrier um, uh, or agents and carrier, um, streamlining that, semi-automating or automating or providing analytics and insights to um, to agencies is, is, is where our focus is. Yeah, that's... Yeah, it's, it's, I'm surprised I didn't really think about it, but just the idea of having, you know, when you say chatbot or AI, like we just have like this nice, nice and like kind of tidy, like picture of it, like being this little thing on our website in the corner, you know, like in the bottom right hand corner, right? Like, it, like this is where it exists. But as opposed to saying like, no, it's actually a functioning thing that sweeps across everything that a normal agent or employee would. Um, is a fascinating kind of way to look at it for sure. And and you're saying that this is something that is around the corner might be a bit strong, but it's, 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 it's on its way. Yeah. So we, we launched, a, a, a we call it an underwriting type virtual system, but it's more than that because it's policy information guidelines. Um, we launched it already with uh, a large carrier, um, Call our Sage. Sage is our, our branding around that product. But it's uh, a big challenge is, is agencies having to, you know, try and find all these informations in different places or calling different companies for different things, whether it's policy, underwriting guidelines, contact information, 
Um, and these, these, this information is getting updated and changed all the time. And so why can't there be the same technology powering nat this natural language processing technology for agents to be able to go to one place inside their, their workplace, just chat quickly and say, hey, will you write, you know, three lines of credit on a, um, on, on a home policy or who do I contact for this? Who's my account manager for this? And, um, and so we've already launched it. In, and so it's, it's in its early stage now as we're building that out. But um, that's, that's just, again, as we go deeper into the insurance world, just like you said, areas where this technology can be applied. And for us, we see as really adding a layer of intelligence. So you've got communication channels on top. You've got all your systems of record, uh, you know, BMSs, AMSs, databases. And then you have this layer of intelligence that sits in between. It can automate, guide you, navigate you, provide analytics and reports. Um, in that communication layer, um, that's that's what Pro Navigator does. Yeah, no, that's. I mean, I'm I'm pretty excited about that, and I think um, one thing I'm I'm curious about. And I don't I don't know that I've told you this, but um, you you will be well, you know this, but you you will be speaking on a panel at Elevate. Um, you were there last year. Um, uh, how exciting! Like what? Like how important is it for you to kind of get together, and mix it up with other people in the space, and kind of have these conversations? I, you know, we can all learn from each other and sure techs um, that are in the same space. Um, I'm, I'm connected with a bunch of them and there's, there's opportunities for partnerships, there's opportunities for integrations. You know, we can all, um, I, I think we're all, we're all there to, to kind of tackle the same thing and improve the experience, provide the tools that we need to, to, um, to free up agents to do things that are, are more complex and of higher value. And, Really, I don't see anyone working to replace agents. You know, there's this big fear that AI is going to take over our jobs. I think, um, at least in, in the you know next 10, 20 years, it's it's really humans and machines, uh, and you can you can call it AI and applications and software systems and w whatever you know you want to fill in the in the blanks there. But really, humans and and, and machines working together um, to provide a better experience and and improve you know, employee experiences and working with these tools, improve your interactions with your customers, improve your, um, your communications with your partners and vendors. And, um, and so, yeah, being at, at, at these type of events is, is great for us to connect and, and share things and learn from each other. Yeah. It's always a good time when you get a bunch of smart people in a room together and just let them talk. Uh, it's always fascinating what happens for sure. Um, I'm kind of curious as, as, as we wrap things up here a little bit, um, just the overall, if you could, this might be a little ridiculous, but why not? If, if you could, if we could all kind of do one thing to kind of help push that, that, that frontier of, of getting access to that information, right? That, that, like you said, the policy information and things like that. Is there anything that we as a collective community can do to kind of raise awareness to this? Cause it, I mean, this is something I literally hear from almost everybody at every corner of the industry on a daily basis. And, um, and this is obviously preventing, you know, a lot more streamlined operations. Like what, what is it, what, what is it uh, from your point of view that, that is kind of creating a lot of this friction? Well, I would say, um, agencies need to put pressure on their broker management, uh, agency management system vendors <laughs> to, um, to either open up their APIs or, you know, work to build the systems that can do it if it's not in place, if it's, they haven't built that out yet. I think, but I do think it's coming. I think everyone's aware of it. I just think that. We can't wait five years. Like we need this in place today, this year, sure. ten years ago, right? Yeah, like right. I think, I think that's you know, I think collectively, if we're 
if we, you know, when we're looking at our vendors and we're it's time for renewal and we're deciding what to do with it, like that's a huge point of discussion, right? If it's not connecting with Pro Navigator, connecting with this insurance or the other, you need to be able to access that information and not have it in a in a in a, in a fortress. Um, authentication is important, security is important, privacy, but these are things that you know can be dealt with, right? There's there there's tools out there that can do that. So um, I, I just think that's that it's go, it's going to come from a ground level from agents pushing it and, and requiring it and becomes like mandatory before I you know decide on who that's going to be. Um, it, it's got to come from there and, and that will start to, to change the landscape, um, uh, you know, because carriers are starting to do it now, right? They're opening up their APIs to connect into and um, it'd be great if the agency management systems, you know, did it as well. And I'm sure a lot of them are working on it. I don't want to paint a broad brush here, but sure. you know, it's, it's something that I think over the next year or two, we we have to have in place if we want to give them give agencies the tools they need to compete in this in this landscape. Yeah, fantastic stuff. Uh, definitely, definitely, a very, very common message that we hear around these parts. Uh, Joseph, what, where can everybody check you out? Connect with you a little bit more. Find out more about Pro Navigator. Where, what should people do next? Uh, Pro Navigator AI. So P R O N A V I G A T O R AI. And if you if you've been to our site previously, um, it's a brand new website. So uh, you can go at it and have a look. And um, we're, we're making some tweaks, improvements there, but. Uh, brand new website, primary.ai. There's contact information, or you can reach me on LinkedIn, Joseph D'Souza. Um, or come see me at Elevate. That's where I'm going to be next. So, yeah. All right. I will support that fully. Um, last question to you, sir. If you, could, if you could encourage agents across the board to start implementing some sort of technology that, that, that gives the, them the ability to kind of offload these this stuff in a dynamic environment like where should they start like what's the what's the what's the easiest way to 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 jump into this because it can be overwhelming intimidating for a lot of people like how, how do you generally recommend like where should they get going um so i think for so again like just talking specifically some of the tools we built is just you know because we've been in the insurance industry and like we only do insurance we're able to get you up and running in in you know two weeks, three weeks, you know, it's not, it's not a massive IT project. Um, and I'm sure it's very similar in dealing with other insurer techs. You can be up and running fairly quickly. I think it's a matter of figuring out what, what your priorities are, you know, where you're trying to focus on and, and trying things like you, maybe some things aren't going to work out to fit, fit you, but getting out there and trying, you're going to discover a whole world of uh, possibilities and hear from other agents who are doing it. And this, there's, it's a great community. I just, you know, it, if you if you're looking for information and you don't know where to start, there's a bunch of really really smart people and, and agency owners and who've done this who have tried things that um, uh, a great place to start. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably already aware of that and you're and you're probably doing some of those things. 